Public service announcement. I have just temporarily closed the doors to Lifestyle Business School. If you are a current or aspiring expertise-based business that has a business, courses, coaching, masterminds, where you are divorcing your value from your time, or that is the business model that you want, you likely know that Lifestyle Business School is the program that I have been tirelessly working on over the last six months to build out six comprehensive playbooks, which basically lay out the entire path. It has everything from business model design to offer creation, to back-end delivery, to driving traffic, live launch campaigns, automated campaigns, everything you could possibly need to start or grow a leveraged expertise-based business to the lifestyle business sweet spot. Now, never fear because we've only temporarily closed the doors and we have added a wait list. So if you head to lifestylebusiness.school forward slash join, pop your name on the wait list and you are going to be notified when we open up the doors with everything built out, which is super exciting. And all of the exciting changes that we have made to the program as well, which we will share in due course. But in order to get the special VIP bonuses, when we do open the door, I want you to go and pop your name on the wait list now. So that is going to be lifestylebusiness.school forward slash join, put your name on the wait list, and you will be the first to be notified when we open up the doors with everything built out with a lot of exciting changes and with pretty much the best deal under the sun. All right, let's get into today's podcast episode. You're listening to the Stevie Says Social Podcast, episode 13. If you've got big business dreams, but you're feeling stuck when it comes to all things digital, social media, and content marketing, this is the podcast for you. This episode is brought to you by my free 20-page ebook with 100 really practical social media tips for your business. Grab them at steviesayssocial.com forward slash ebook. guys and welcome to episode 13 of the Stevie Says Social podcast. Guys, hopefully by now you are subscribed to the podcast, but if not, before we get into today's episode, make sure if you're on iTunes, you give that little purple subscribe button a click. If you're on Spotify, make sure you click the little follow button and you can be notified every single week when a new episode of the Stevie Says Social podcast comes out. So that's all I'm going to do in terms of the self-promotion. Let's get into today's episode. So what we're going to talk about today is something that I know is ticking people off. And in order to illustrate what it is, I thought I would tell a funny little story. Well, it's a little story. You guys can decide if it's funny or not, because generally I think I'm really funny, but then I never actually am. So let me know. (laughs) Anyway, here goes. Let's just pretend that it's about six o'clock one night and you are kind of just chilling in the lounge room and you decide, you know what, I'm going to jump on Instagram and I'm going to put together a little post and put it up. 
So you put it together, you put some thought into it, and you're pretty damn proud of yourself. It's kind of one of your best. You add some hashtags so that it gets seen by more people and, you know, because some social media person told you that's what you're supposed to do. And the likes and engagement start rolling on in as soon as you post it. Although not as much as they used to because of the algorithm, but anyway, I digress. (laughs) You even start to gain a few new followers. And so all in all, you're pretty damn proud of yourself and you pat yourself on the back, you wash your face and you jump into bed a few hours later because nobody goes to bed at six o'clock. I'm tripping there. (laughs) Feeling like an absolute social media queen or king. So eight hours pass and when your alarm goes off the next morning, you kind of rub the sleep out of your eye and you reach your phone and you click the little Instagram app because you just want to see what's going on. And bum, bum, bum. That's some um, dramatic and foreboding music, guys. So just, uh, yeah. (laughs) And anyway, you cannot believe it because you have gained 60 followers, but your overall Instagram follow account has dropped by WTF. Sad, depressing music playing here. I'm not actually going to try and do it this time. (laughs) And that is the end of my story. So I don't know if this sounds familiar to you guys, but what it is, is the Instagram follow unfollow method wreaking habit on your poor, unsuspecting account. And if you're anything like the clients and friends that I've spoken to recently, fluctuating Instagram numbers is pretty much your number one social media frustration. Am I? right. So in this episode, basically what we're going to talk about is what the hell it's all about, who on earth is doing this to us, and most importantly, how the hell we stop it. So number one, what on earth is the Instagram follow unfollow method? In a nutshell, and I have no idea where the phrase in a nutshell came from, by the way, in a nutshell. Have a think about it. It's weird. (laughs) But in a nutshell, the Instagram follow unfollow method refers to an account that's following a ton of other social media accounts with the sole objective of getting a follow back in return. And if they don't get it, basically what they do is unfollow that account after a certain amount of time. So it might be a day, it might be a week, it might be four weeks. And often they'll still unfollow you even if you do follow them back. Here's another way of explaining it. It's kind of like that flaky guy that you've dated who says they really like you and that they want to take it further, but then kind of disappears after a week and shows that they had absolutely no damn loyalty or genuine level of care for you at all. (laughs) A-hole. Now, let me just make one important differentiation here. There's a really big difference between these people, aka the a-holes, and the genuine people that connect with like-minded accounts on Instagram with the intent of forming a meaningful relationship. And I'm going to call them the good people. The two are absolutely worlds apart. And to be clear, I actually recommend that people genuinely connect with like-minded accounts, especially when you're just starting out and you're trying to grow a following of potential clients. So in summary, here's the difference between the two. Basically, an a-hole move is blindly following a heap of random accounts with the sole purpose of increasing the number of followers on your account. So in other words, just being a really annoying pest. 
A good move is strategically following a number of accounts based on whether they resonate, whether there's someone you would like to see in your newsfeed and whether there's someone who you would like to engage with because, and I always say it, they may one day do business with you. So in other words, genuinely connecting with the intent to add value. So on the other hand, again, an a-hole move is basically unfollowing en masse anyone who didn't follow you back or even worse, unfollowing everyone en masse. A good move is connecting and engaging with your new followers over a few months and then kind of unfollowing anyone who doesn't engage back or interact with you at all because they're not your people and you're not developing a relationship. So now we have that clear, let's find out who the a-holes are, or in other words, who uses the Instagram follow unfollow method. So essentially there are two kind of groups of people or you wouldn't really call one of them people actually, but there's definitely two groups that use the Instagram follow unfollow method. So the first of those are basically people using bots. You know, those kind of random comments that you get on your picture that are completely ungenuine or just downright non-relevant. They generally used to be bots, which is basically apps that were connected to Instagram that could en masse just basically uh, leave comments, follow and unfollow on the behalf of someone. The really good thing is that there has been some kind of really significant changes to the app that Instagram has been allowing to access their, what's called their API, so their platform, in recent times after the sort of privacy scandal that Instagram and Facebook has had. Basically, what that has meant is that some of these kind of bots and apps aren't being used anymore. So there's definitely been a reduction in the number of that kind of really mass follow and unfollow. The other people though are basically kind of just people going in there and doing it themselves and they just basically want to grow their account at all costs. They don't really care that it's annoying AF and you'll often find that their accounts are from overseas, which means they'll never, ever, ever do business with you. Although there's definitely some local ones that are doing it as well. So how do you stop the Instagram follow and unfollow garbage affecting your account? Here's the thing. Players are going to play and haters are going to hate. And yep, followers are going to unfollow. At the end of the day, guys, it is just what it is. And I can hear you guys just muttering under your breath, you know, what a fat lot of help you are, Stevie. And... So with that said, I'm taking that on board and I am going to help you out. So chill out. But what I wanted to say was that this sort of stuff is just an unfortunate fact of Instagram life. So you kind of just have to get used to it. Here's a few things though, that you can really minimize the impact of it happening to you. So number one is kind of in the same vein, but it's to develop a thick skin and get over it. That's not really softening the blow, is it? But it's true. Like guys, if you're spending all of your time worrying about the fluctuation of your account with these kind of follow and unfollow types, you're not doing what you need to be to actually get the people who might be genuinely interested in your account on board. Stop obsessing over the few a-holes and instead do this. Socialize. Spend time proactively engaging with your target audience. And by that, I mean people who may one day do business with you. 
In my experience, people aren't trawling through hashtags looking for accounts to follow a lot of the time. We're all too damn busy for that. You need to go to them in order for them to find you. So posting hashtags under your posts and waiting for the follows to roll in is pretty much the equivalent of a single girl sitting on the couch and kind of expecting Mr. Right to just knock on the door. And let's just assume that this single girl doesn't have Tinder because in 2018, she probably could just sit on the couch and have that happen. But anyway, I digress. Guys, you need to do the work and you need to go and find your people. Get out there, start showing people you you exist. That is how you grow your following. The other thing that you need to do is to improve your content. So quality content is the reason that people want to follow you. Remember that it's not about you. Make your content interesting to your target audience and they're going to want to see more of it and follow you so that they can. So now that you've got those kind of two little things down pat, what I would also recommend as point number two is not to use, and I mentioned this in the podcast last week about hashtags, not to use too many big, broad hashtags with hundreds of thousands or even millions of posts under them. So this is a biggie. When you use really big, broad hashtags like hashtag social media or hashtag summer or hashtag health, for example, you're really opening yourself to a much greater degree of fluctuation in your follower count. Bots and a-holes love trawling through these type of hashtags on Instagram for follow and unfollows. And you'll find that you get a heap of new followers when you use them, followed by a heap of unfollows. I recommend using no more than between maybe two and five of these hashtags at the absolute max, if at all. Personally, I very, very rarely ever use them. The only time that they can be helpful is to increase your post engagement and therefore please the Instagram algorithm. But the people that are kind of finding your account and liking your posts under that hashtag are really in most cases not going to be your target audience. Why? Well, they're not even location specific. So people all over the world generally use those big, broad hashtags. If you have an Australian business and you're serving Australian customers, that's not ideal because most of the world isn't Australia. (laughs) The other reason is that people genuinely searching through hashtags won't be searching under something like hashtag love. They'll be searching for location specific or community or brand hashtags or all those hashtags that we talked about in the last podcast episode because they're more relevant to what they're looking for. So for example, someone looking for a cafe or restaurant in Brisbane is much more likely to be searching under, say, Brisbane Eats than they are under hashtag food or hashtag cafe. Am I right? (laughs) Another example is young Australian entrepreneurs. So if they're looking for business inspiration, they're much more likely to be searching under something like hashtag, you know, business chicks than hashtag entrepreneur and so on. So the next point, point three, is to be really strategic about who you follow back. Don't follow every damn person back that follows you in a desperate attempt to increase your follow account. Especially do not follow back an account that says its name is, you know, custom t-shirts are us and they're located in Waco, Texas, and they've got a thousand followers, but they're following 6,000 people, especially when you're a small florist based in Brisbane. Why? 
No, guys, think about it. Why? Because they're never, ever actually going to do business with you. This, for example, this custom t-shirts are us is a really good example of an account that I will not be following back if they follow me. The whole point of social media is to start conversations with people that may one day do business with you. And I can bet that that particular account will be unfollowing me quicker than you can say, Waco, Texas. Basically, the test here is when somebody follows you, are they your target market? If yes, follow back and engage. And if not, buy Felicia. So guys, summing up, the bottom line is that everyone, whether they want to admit it or not, ultimately wants more followers on Instagram. The Instagram follow unfollow method, even though it's shady, it's annoying, and it's flat out against good business sense, is one of the main ways that people attempt to achieve just that. And for that reason, it's not a tactic that's going away anytime soon. So as a result, your follower numbers are going to continue to fluctuate. And as we've been through, there are definitely things that you can do to reduce the amount of fluctuation. Hint, don't use big, broad hashtags. That is number one. And things that you can do to kind of, you know, basically focus on your own game and not worry about it too much. My advice is at the end of the day, just ignore the ups and downs. Spend your time and energy on doing things like producing great content, engaging proactively, and that is going to bring you the right type of followers, ones that enjoy your content, they find it valuable, and they may just one day pick up the phone and you know, want to do business with you because at the end of the day, that is the whole point. Don't focus on this garbage that's going on on Instagram. Focus on basically doing things that are going to get you the right type of followers and you'll ultimately be better off. Guys, I hope that was helpful. I was in a bit of a crazy mood for today's episode, so please ignore the wackiness. But, you know, if you liked it, head over to iTunes, leave me a rating, leave me a review. And till next time, I will see you then. 